Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Count Out Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Count Out Patreon as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. See you at the shows. You're listening to a Count Out podcast. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ring Post Radio. Turn myself up on my headphones. I am your host, Ryan Knightsey, the voice of the tasteless. And as always, I am joined by the man, the myth, legend, uh, Ultimo Scotty Edwards. I believe I did that last week as well, but it's fine. We're doing it again. Uh, But it turns out we might have to send Ultimo (laughs) Scotty Edwards back to Mexico, maybe. Uh, (laughs) we'll, We'll get to that topic, I guess um but thank you everybody for joining us on this week's episode of ring post radio scotty uh in the lighter week than our typical weeks but we still got a lot of stuff to talk about it's okay we we're recording twice today <laughs> uh we got we got double duty today so uh i don't i don't mind a shorter morning uh but i i was late to the mic this morning so i apologize um but i'm here and we have we have enough topics, enough fun topics. You know, it's not like it's not like we're just talking nothing. We got some brackets to fill out, which I think is yeah, pretty maybe. cool. Very, very fitting. It is March Madness season, so it's only cool that we have two brackets to go through. Uh, should be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty lively today, so uh, this should be an interesting episode. Yeah, I think we got a we got a lot of stuff to get to. Obviously, we got two brackets. The New Japan Cup brackets were announced. The Cinderella Stardom brackets were announced. So we'll go through and walk through some of those and our thoughts on who could potentially take it all. Uh, Stardom might be just 
generally tougher because of kind of what's happening with the promotion right now, but that's fine. Uh, we'll talk preview TNA Sacrifice. We got some All Japan shows. They announced their shows for March. Uh, and of course, we got some of the additional uh, AW Revolution matches that will be taking place tonight. Uh, we already previewed AW Revolution last week, so we're going to preview some of the newer stuff. Um, but of course, if you want to hear a review of that, we will be going live where wherever you're watching us right now. We'll be going live through that product um, immediately following AEW Revolution. So uh, whether you're watching us on Twitter at Scott E Wrestling or at Countout Pod, or if you're watching us on YouTube on the Countout YouTube channel, then uh, yeah, stay stay followed or stay subscribed because we'll be live streaming our immediate reaction and immediate thoughts to AEW Revolution. Hey, I got a question for you. Pay-per-views. Yes, Scotty. How many times do you think I'm going to make the Revolution as a mystery joke later? Uh, uh, more than five. At least say it. Yeah. More than than five, for sure. I'm pretty convinced I'm going to say it like a million times. So, (laughs) um, Hopefully it's a good show. Maybe I'll forget about it. But I almost just said it once. Um, I don't count count that one because I was asking a question. But... Mm -hmm. Uh, it'll happen a few times. Yeah. Well, are we talking about it across both shows or just today or just today? Uh, we'll say both. Okay. Well, okay. Then I'm, I'm saying more than five. That's my. That's yeah. where I'm going at right now. All right. That's fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, we got a, a lot of stuff to get to. Um, and we kind of already started talking about AEW Revolution. So I think we'll just start right then in there with the new matches that have been announced. Or also not just the new matches that have been announced, Scotty, but also the changes in matches that have taken place. Um, last week we talked about the triple threat meet madness match, and now it is officially a all-star scramble match. Um, so it's a classic GCW affair where we're starting off the show with a scramble, um, where we have Chris Jericho versus Lance Archer versus Brian Cage versus CMLL's Magnus, uh, not uh, Nick Aldis. Uh, Will Hobbs, Wardlow, Dante Martin, and Hook are all part of this all-star scramble match. And off of Collision last night, um, we got a little bit of a promo battle between Wardlow and Chris Jericho. So any thoughts on that sort of scramble match that has been now changed from Meat Madness, which uh, also caused some Twitter controversy, uh, to now a scramble match? Any thoughts on that? Um, That match is my piss break of the show. (laughs) Uh, You mean a classic scramble, then? Yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? It's not necessarily an attack on that match. It is an attack on that match compared to the rest of the card, Mm -hmm. right? Because you look at the rest of the main card, and you're like, all right, we can't miss this. I can't miss this. I can't miss this. This match is just like, all right, Warlow's probably winning. That's the whole reason for this match. Because he has to get a world title shot that no one wants to see. Um, You know, I, I I sent you the cage match last week. Mm-hmm. This week of him versus Samoa Joe from last year at Revolution. I do not need to see that match again if that's where we're going. And yes. to be fair, we all thought Warlow was winning that meat madness, uh, anyways. Yes, yes. And now it just feels like another way to have him win. And I look at that field and I'm like, he's like, I don't know, the seventh person I want to win that match. Jericho being last, of course. Um uh, I just uh I don't know. I, I I don't think I'm going to be all too excited for it. This is going to be like when they have the ladder match. 
right when they used to have the face of the revolution ladder match they yeah. have which they thankfully dumped uh it just doesn't hit at an AEW fashion um and i i saw the scramble part of this i was like oh my god this is like disrespectful to that ring of honor one they did a few months ago on that pay-per-view with fletcher winning i was like this this is not even gonna come close but i do like to see dante martin right on there i like to see magnus on there i think that's pretty cool um lance archer finally getting on pay-per-view so there's there's like good things from it but uh i i have very little excitement going into it which maybe benefits it ultimately uh also there was obviously as i already alluded to some uh controversy about this when uh uh, when asked about this in this meat madness match and changes and whatnot, uh, Tony Khan said, oh, yeah, I was going to have uh, more people in it. I was thinking about putting Miro in it and thinking about putting Keith Lee, but obviously they're unavailable, which then prompted Miro for, I don't know where, just be like, oh, yeah, I've been injured since September and uh, I've been medically worked on in January. It's a shame that he didn't know, uh, which then caused a bunch of more controversy this week of just people being like, Tony Khan doesn't know what he's doing. Miro's hurt, and yada yada. Why is he trying to book Miro when he's hurt? Yada yada yada. A lot of different people uh, upset, but I think no matter what, you're, we're the the things haven't changed. Wardlow is winning this, no matter what. Uh, I said this to you um, in the group chat, where you know, even if Miro and Keith Lee were in this, which I kind of believe that when Tony Khan is saying that he was thinking about. Miro and Keith Lee being in this match. He was booking this match in December, and then neither of them were able to make it because they got injured and, you know, all these sort of things. That's my assessment, is that he's been playing this match for months. Um, and, You're probably right. Yeah. But he only announced it two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, like... Yeah, the weird part of it is, like, he's probably playing it for months and then waited of, like, do we do it? Do we not do it? And then he ended up deciding, let's just do it as a triple threat. That upset a bunch of people. Because they don't announce who's injured. And the thing. you know what? We'll change it. Also, Chris Jericho wasn't doing anything on the show. So I get, I know yeah. people don't like Chris Jericho, but he's a star. I get he's, correct, not, he's not, not doing anything. We got to put him in something. But uh, you could have done Meet Madness with these three, right? Brian Cage. Yeah, that's also a weird one. Why was Brian Cage not announced for Meet Madness? A guy fully capable of having some meat. Um, hold on. <laughs> don't clip that. I think you could have put. But here's the thing: like, I think there was enough people on the roster. You could have just had this match and not really worried about it. Yeah, I think I think the and I said Brother, this to you, like, Miro think, ain't worth it. I think the bigger issue is the fact that because AEW doesn't announce when people are injured, people's expectations were Miro, Keith Lee's back, and all this other stuff for the meet. Where's Brody it. King? Brody Why King you put him in it. Good spot for this. Um, he's not doing anything, and but to but, also be fair, isn't Brody King also injured? He's been wearing a cast for the past. Ah, yeah, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> he wrestled through it. I mean, he's wrestling a cast, yeah, it's fine. My, my problem is that this was essentially canceled because Miro wasn't healthy. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Miro's never around, just forget about him. So, anyway, I, just, I, 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 I didn't want to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it. Please. I'm so done with Miro. I've never been a Miro guy. I've been, I've come on this podcast multiple times. I said, I just don't get it. I do not get the appeal of him. It just, it, he's not worth the price of admission. And 
seemingly every few months now, we are going to keep trying with this guy. And this guy doesn't want to lose. So give up. Get rid of him. He's not worth it. He's never done that much. Like, his biggest accomplishment is beating John Cena, like, a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Move and, on, buddy. And that, that, that tank. <laughs> the tank and is that tank. And that tank. I get it. He had a very solid TNT title run. But you know what? That's in the past, too. Just like MJF's title runs in the past. We move on from these things for a reason. Do you ever, like, think about... um like a lot of people complain about Miro and being like, you know, he only wants to win matches and all this other stuff. And, and this guy guy doesn't understand his own spot in the card. Um, Do you ever like sit back and think about like, man, remember when like everyone was upset Miro wasn't getting pushed or anything in WWE or like all, any of these other guys that kind of like complain about their spot in the card, which, you know, as, as a wrestler, I get it. You know, you want to, if you think you're better than where you're at, then I, in some ways I would want that. But uh, at the same time, it's like, man, remember how, like how people were complained about him in WWE and, and Alistair Black in WWE and their spots and everything. And they thought they were better. And here they are, same sort of thing. And then they're just not booked. (laughs) Interesting. It's almost like they were right. There's a common denominator and it's the wrestlers themselves. (laughs) Yeah, it's very true. Um, I, I am wondering, based off this match, if they're going to add Jericho, like in some random match instead. Sure. If they, and, if they continue uh, doing the meat madness and, and stay, yeah. they do something. Cause they clearly wanted to get him on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of happy. We just put it all into one scramble now. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm Everything fine. else needs the time. This does yeah. not, you know, this can be 10 minutes. We call it a day. As it should, as it totally should. Uh, we've also announced some of the zero hour cards. We have a tag match Julia Hart and Sky Blue versus Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale. That's actually an important match. Like that, that is a story that's been being, that's been told for a few months now. So mm-hmm. I, I'm cool with that, especially because Julia j- is just coming back. Yeah. Um, like obviously, I would have loved the title match, but she's just coming back. That match fits and it, it shouldn't be on the main card, obviously, right now. And then the 12-man tag team match of Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Private Party, Satnam Singh, and Willie Mack. I didn't even realize Willie Mack was here. Uh, versus the Bang Bang Scissor Gang, gang of Anthony Bowens, Austin Gunn, Billy Gunn, Colton Gunn, Jay White, and Max Caster. Ryan, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Trio, Trio's gold used to mean something to me. It used to mean something to this company. And now look at it. Nothing. Nothing. Just two teams that I don't give a damn about having all of it. Oh, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Do you know what happened a year ago on Revolution? It was the Elite versus House of Black for the Trios Bells. You remember how great that match was? Great match. One of my favorite matches of the year. Now it's a pre-show six-man, sorry, 12-man tag team match. That's not even being defended. What a shame. These The trio's belts are supposed to be so much fun. And I'm watching, you know, okay, listen. I get if you put them on Blackpool Combat Club, they would not be defended on this show. I get that. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. 
but they would be defending on other shows. It's not even like they're defending on other shows. Oh, I don't, I don't, ah, mm, I'm angry. Or put the that. titles on like some CMLL wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, MLW knew what's up this week. AEW, <laughs> it's time for you to know what's up. Yeah, this just in by Mr. Kobe of an MLW champion. Scotty is officially a major leaguer. Major League Mystico. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's uh, not great. A lot of people are upset about the Jay White of it all, but I, I, I get more upset about right. the, ti- the trios titles. And, you know, you mentioned about, like, the trios titles used to mean something, and now they're just kind of uh, nothing. I don't know, man. I feel like we had a similar conversation about the tag titles a couple months ago. Uh, when it was the on tag a, titles when it was on don't a mean anything. They're just on Sting when Sting's having the final match of his career, so we can't talk about that right now. Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean more of like when the Acclaim had the tag titles. It feels like we said similar oh. stuff. About the tag <laughs> oh, you are absolutely right, my friend. You are absolutely right. And this isn't an attack on the Acclaim necessarily, but it's like oh, the way no. they book them. It's- it's not not an attack of the acclaim. Well, no, that's true. Like, I'm over the acclaim. I had that rant months ago, right, yeah. when they were tag team champions. But, but like, th- this is how they're booking them. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this, is, this is the decision to book them. And, again, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, they're, they're not in a title match on this show. But they're never in a title match. They're never in a title match. They just do the stuff with uh, the 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 bang bang gang called a day like clearly this is all leading to a double trios title match or something but like just get to it no one's enjoying this are you enjoying this i i skip listen i watch dynamite and collision and do you know what i fast forward on every show every single time i have never watched a bang bang scissor gang segment and i've never watched a undisputed kingdom segment i do not watch them yeah. And my time is much better spent by not watching them. That's where I've gotten with these two things. I watched the first segment for both of them. And I said, this is not it. Everything else on AEW right now, pretty good to great. Mm-hmm. This, the. Um, yeah, not good. Not good. Like I said, well, I'm you know, if you're, if you're excited, if you're a, a Duluth, Georgia native, uh, if you live in Georgia, maybe you should be excited about upcoming Dynamite because, hey, you know, we got a 12-man tag here with two different trios belts. Maybe we're going to get uh, the acclaimed versus Lethal, Jared, and Satnam Singh on Collision or Dynamite this week. So get into it for the belts. Maybe that's where the titles will be defended. Get into it if you're excited wow. about going to Dynamite this Wednesday. Maybe you're gonna walk out of Revolution with that title on the line. Get into it, baby. That's uh, I appreciate your um, hey, giddiness man. for. I'm the one that I'm the one that lives in Georgia. I'm the one that's probably going to the show. Uh, it helps. They're coming to Massachusetts like twice in the next month. <laughs> Yeah, but you have a better show. You got big business coming your way. <laughs> I don't have big business. I have, well, I don't know. There's there's teases of Okada showing up. Uh, That's probably pretty cool. Revolution. That might work if, out for you. <laughs> if he shows up, great. If he wrestles, I'm there. 100%. I'm there. Uh, You're there either way, but yeah. Probably. Um, I haven't bought my tickets yet, though, so we'll, oh, we'll there sort of wait. There you go. There you go. Uh, 
Uh, speaking about CMLL wrestlers, uh, there was a major report that came out this week as well talking about CMLL wrestlers are in danger of losing their ability to work in the United States due to a bunch of luchadors' work visas getting canceled. Uh, if you're wondering, this isn't AEW, this isn't any other company uh, that's having this issue uh, per se, but specifically these visas were uh, set up in a promotion out of Texas called Full Blown Pro Wrestling. Uh, basically, they had visas, they were sponsoring the visas for a bunch of wrestlers, uh, CMLL had some weird communication breakdown between them and the promotion. CMLL made some mistakes or whatever, and they're like, oh, we'll just contact the Department of Homeland Security who doesn't issue visas. Uh, and now, because full-blown wrestling owner Jerry Cardina was told basically that he's, you know, hey, man, you're going to be, you're committing fraud. Uh, he's like, okay, I'm just going to cancel the visas. Um, so not great. Uh, so a bunch of wrestlers visas are, uh, basically being canceled immediately. How long this takes, it could be a couple months. It could be a year who knows. Um, I'm sure some people are going to try to pay to make it done faster, but ultimately it's a lot of people. It's a, it's a lengthy list of people. A lot of them, don't having never showed up on AEW, haven't even showed up on major shows, maybe just showed up on indies. Um, uh, but a lot of the more interesting names, I think, are the ones that are hurt the most for not only AEW, but obviously New Japan and, and the, any other indie that wanted to book them. New Japan's fine in Japan, but not in the States. Yes. I, when I say New Japan, I mean more Windy City Riot coming up in April. Yes, yes. yes. The, Big names that I noticed coming off of this that have their visas canceled immediately. Soberano Jr., Templario, Volador Jr., Hechicero, Blue Panther, and Mascara Dorada. Blue Panther popped me, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Blue Panther is interesting. It's it's interesting because it's like it it's it's only notable, I think, because of the Brian Danielson of it all. No. I look at that and I thought, I think we kind of mentioned of like, you know. Maybe there's the neutral ground aspect of Forbidden Door of Sack Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson. But if they want to do that at Wembley instead, Blue Panther versus Brian Danielson could have happened at Forbidden Door. But now, because of this visa issue, that's off the table. Um, yeah. The good news about all of this, in the sense for AEW, is they have a Canada, a Canada tour coming up. They don't need to worry about all these visas. These guys can still come in. The bad news is. Uh, same thing with like New Japan. The good news is they're in Japan, so they can still come in whenever they want. Uh, Rev Pro is announcing a bunch of these guys for Fantastic Mania UK um, right now, so we'll still be able to see them work. It's just none of these guys are going to be able to work in America for the time being. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. This is this is supposed to be the year of Dorada, people. This is supposed to be the year of Dorada, and and it still can be. Because he tears it up in CMLL every week, and he tears it up pretty much anywhere he goes, obviously. But him not being able to do like an AEW show or MLW show or these indies that he started to do, it sucks. And obviously, I feel bad for everyone. Um, but that one really just jumped out to me. Um, so I'm really upset about that. Uh, I, I think if there's any silver lining to all this, because it's hard to find one when, you know, we don't know when they're going to get back. Um, 
it's 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 fine like there's still some that can come over right like there's still the the mysticos and the stephanie vacares and the um who's the other one that could come over that's notable uh, uh mystico stephanie vacare atlantis atlantis jr atlantis jr thank you those three uh, those Magnus are kind of the, the pay-per-view by the way those three are probably like the core right now that can come over that I think most people will probably take advantage of. Um, Neon, he hasn't popped over at all. I don't even know if he has a visa. He but, may not uh, even have one, um, which is you know could be a decent thing for him because it might be, you know, we can just get him one and he doesn't have to go through the, oh, well, you just lost yours type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say this. Tony Tony Khan, my, my, my guy here. Uh, I, listen, I, I know you have a lot on your plate. I get it. I get it. But if you can get Dorada and company <laughs> those visas quicker than anything else, <laughs> I will not slander you. I will not say anything about you booking Miro. I'll say nothing for six straight months if you can get them back. I think that's a fair trade. I think that's a very fair trade. Um, but I, I do hope it uh, figures itself out quicker, obviously, than um possible but the good news is there's still some cml talent that can go and like you said they have a canada tour coming up so hopefully they take advantage of that yeah uh mass fan in the chat visa issues are the worst have they always been this bad i mean it's all when you're ever working a visa not just in wrestling but anywhere it's always an issue if you recall mike bailey was out of the states for five years why because of a visa issue um it, it, that five-year ban applies to any of these wrestlers if they step into america right now right. uh with their visa issues so uh we definitely don't want that we definitely don't want dorada not in the states for five years oh no we do not so uh, but if there's ever time it's just one of those things for uh so brown jr to finally use that one-year new japan contract that he supposedly signed mm-hmm. this is the time I keep. I'm gonna keep bringing it up until like he actually does something. Because <laughs> I don't get it. Um, he hasn't done. He hasn't even done the U.S. right this year. Who Dorada? Besides like a strong show. Oh no, Sobrano. Uh, yeah, Soberano. I don't think. Same thing with like Templario. Like they haven't showed up on AEW. I don't recall them. Sobrano is an interesting one. I guess because he's a Rudo that he doesn't. I'm looking it up now. I don't even know. Did they work that um, uh, New Japan show yeah, earlier this rough. year? Uh, according, according, to, according to Cage Match, they worked New Japan. Battle in the Valley, yes. Yeah. Sobron Jr. worked Battle in the Valley early, earlier in this year. Templario, I don't think he has worked the States at all yet. Um, at least I don't think he has. Um, uh, no, Templario has not worked the states at all yet. Um, but you know, it's not just, and that's the thing we're talking about. This is going to take months, and the immediate months of it all is uh, obviously AEW moving basically immediately. Um, any indie, obviously, immediately. But you're when we're talking indies, we're also talking WrestleMania weekend. Um, I know Hedgesero was booked for the March Hitchcock Memorial Show. We, you and Dorado I, both, was too. Dorado was as well. You and I both thought that Hedgesero versus Josh Alexander was right there as a possible match, which would have been interesting. Um, uh, any of these guys being booked 
probably for Forbidden Door as far out as June. Uh, totally plausible. So it, it's just one of these issues of U.S. visas. It's just, you know, it is what it is. Um, as far as Lucha Blog, Lucha Blog has a very long post about it all, and their assessment of it all is that this is an issue that CMLL made, that they screwed up, and and basically kind of forced the hand of Texas full-blown wrestling to be like, uh, yeah, I don't want to go to jail for fraud. Uh, cancel all the visas. Yeah. Um, so that's basically what happened. Um, so yeah, it stinks. It stinks. If you watch all these CMLL wrestlers and enjoy them, you're not going to see them on American soil anytime soon. But at the very least, you know you can see them in Rev Pro, see them in New Japan. You can probably see them in the Canada tour uh, for AEW coming up. So hopefully it could be resolved in like three months or so. Is yeah. I doubt it, but I doubt Tony it too. Got a, I was gonna say, unless Tony Khan's got a, willing to put a lot of money and get a lot of loyalty yeah. from CMLL. Um, but we'll see. We will see. Um, uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to talk about the New Japan Cup bracket now, or do you want to go over to some smaller topics of All Japan and TNA? Get those out of the way first. Um, let's do a bracket now. We'll split. We'll split them. Huh? Okay. Well, before we get really into the New Japan Cup bracket, let's just say the whole tour, obviously New Japan Cup tour is coming up uh, this basically Wednesday uh, with the 52nd anniversary event for New Japan. Um, That show is this Wednesday. Uh, A lot of basically multi-man tags, but we will get the first three um, New Japan Cup matches. We'll talk about that in a moment. And of course, the main event being the world champion versus the junior heavyweight champion of Naito versus Show. Any thoughts about that main event? Literally zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not going to be good. <laughs> uh, Naito's going to win and, uh, a lot of people are going to complain. I think that's pretty, like, I think that's where I am with New Japan. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, a match like this, right? If it was Naito versus Desperado, I think people would be celebrating in the streets, but instead it's not. And I just know, like, the reaction. It's going to be the same reaction we watched last week or two weeks ago, right? It's going to be the, oh, New Japan's dead, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's the same thing. It's just going to be the same thing. Um, I'm not looking forward to that match, if you're wondering, at all. Yeah, it's uh, especially how show one of doing a count out. Like, you have to believe this is going to be wrought with House of Torture nonsense. It's going to be um, only House of Torture nonsense. Like, I don't see any wrestling happening. Remember when show, like when when Yo got injured originally, and show went singles for the first time, and how great he was, and everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah. put the junior title on him," and all this stuff. Well, he's junior champion, and this is what it, this is how he got it, folks. You got took what you wanted. Well, that's the main event. Uh, I don't. I, we'll get to it, but I, if anything, if anything to glean from it, I think if anything, maybe it's it tells an evil win for the cup. You know, just like starting with show win. You know, show facing Naito here. Maybe we have evil de- versus Naito for the title down the line. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's the only possible gleaming I can take from uh, this main event matchup. But that's even then, that's not a great possibility. Um, let's talk about the cup. 
Uh, I have up here, let me remove this on the screen. If you're watching the YouTube, we have the cup in front of us. We'll walk through this. Let's get a better uh, thing so we can see ourselves here. There we go. We're so tiny. Let's do that. Let's do that. Um, so yeah, we got a little bit of cup talk here. I have uh, two brackets for you and I, Scotty, to walk through. Um, uh, one labeled me and one labeled you. Perfect. Scotty in red, me in blue. Um, uh, I don't how do uh, let's just go I guess co- section by section and give our thoughts of who could potentially win each section and win each match I guess and we'll I'll write down our brackets right. does that sound all like right. a plan to you all right all right all right all right so obviously uh we'll start off here of Sonata obviously he's getting a buy all four people that are getting buys are all previous New Japan Cup winners that being Sonata Evil Goto and Zack Saber Jr. so I think that's a nice little interesting historical note. He's obviously getting a, a buy. I think it is not fully out of the question for him to win the whole thing. I don't think he will, but you never know. New Japan's been repeating a lot of matches. They pro- I don't think they will get to it, but you never know. But at the very least, I think he could be a gatekeeper as a former champion and a former contender for the title for any of these people. Uh, any thoughts on Sonata and his chances of winning the cup? Um, He'll probably be a f- final four guy at this stage um which is not exciting but it's just how we're going right now um but yeah i do pick sonata to advance against himself perfect uh he has to then face the winner of kenta and yoshihashi obviously kenta being the iwgp tag team champion of chase owens hurts to say uh, uh taking on a one half of bishiman and yoshihashi later on in the bracket we have uh, chase owens if he passes uh, Ishii, he can face Goto uh, in sort of a similar matchup to this. Um, I think, you know, in classic New Japan Cup fashion, they like to build up tag team title matches, you know, out of these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to have like Goto over Owens, or do you think we're going to have Kenta or sorry, Yoshihashi over Kenta? Here? For the love of God, we better have Goto over Owens. So I'm going to go with Kenta here. Um, I think. Kenta versus Sonata makes sense for the cup, but uh, talk about a slow match. <laughs> oh, this this is a rough New Japan <laughs> Cup. A, yeah, uh, top down. There's a lot of rough. I, I don't even have that many thoughts on like the left side <laughs> itself. Like it's not even. It's not even like uh like oh a few matches. No, it's the left side of the bracket. It's like. Yeah. It's the absolute ruins of New Japan. Um, yeah, the only hope I have in Yoshihashi winning means that we have the title challenge starting off here, uh, and Ishii can beat Chase Owens, and uh, <laughs> and then it's Ishii versus Goto, and then we just have a fun match. That's that's my hope. I'm so prepared I... for Ishii to lose. <laughs> yeah, do I think that's likely? Well, honestly, like I, no, we, we, we talked about it on the show, like how I'm not like the big Ishii guy or something, but I would take Ishii winning over, uh, I'd take him winning over. What's his name? Owens. Chase Owens. Yeah. Yeah, I would take that a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah. Uh, I'd even argue a hundred and one times out of a hundred. 
I agree. Uh, the, this match and the next two matches are all obviously on the anniversary show. So Kenta okay. Yoshihashi, get into that, baby. Let's get to my pain now. Uh, Shota Umino versus Jack Perry. Obviously, Jack Perry attacked Shota Umino at the uh, Battle in the Valley show earlier this year. Uh, Jack Perry also announced for Windy City Riot. Uh, it's real tough. The scapegoat has arrived. Uh, I fully expect Jack Perry to win this match. This is CM Punk's fault. <laughs> listen, listen, everyone. You, you know, I saw some tweets saying like the reason The Rock is doing all this great stuff in WWE is because of Jack Perry, because he made Punk it and went there and all that the stuff WWE, happened. Then Punk well, you know, well, you know what? CM Punk made this happen, okay? And I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm upset. I am upset that Shota Umino is going to enter the New Japan Cup, and when he and Suji and Uemura need to be winning, he's going to lose in the first round to the scapegoat. So you're thinking Jack Perry over Shota? I'm not thinking. I know. I know how this company works. I'm not silly. I'm not stupid. I know they're not just going to give me the win here. No, no, no. This isn't going to end. I'm going to have to watch Jack Perry run his way through this tournament. And by the way, <laughs> can we just can we just add in here, Ryan, the idea that Jack Perry is a heavyweight? That means a lot of people can be a heavyweight, by the way. Not that I'm upset with him being a heavyweight. I'm just making the point that I don't want to hear the fight about certain people being heavyweight anymore uh according to cage match he is 510 uh 76 kilograms 100 kilograms being the junior benchmark uh in new japan uh-huh uh-huh um okay um uh toriano versus yujiro takahashi i'm just gonna go toriano um because him and jack perry makes more sense i guess because jack perry's a heel question yeah. mark <laughs> yeah yeah it's well for number one let, let's talk about the shota umino jack perry thing real quickly the fact that shota umino is would have to be a surprise win to get the what, win over jack what, perry what so have been, hear me out here wouldn't it have like made more sense if you had like oh i don't know jack perry versus yujiro takahashi and you know umino versus yano like something like that in the first round then they just meet in the second round just so just to show that Umino can get a freaking win. <laughs> Even if it's versus, versus Yujiro. Right, right. Like, I don't give a shit who he beats at this point. He just needs a win. He has two more singles wins since he's come back than Yuma Anzai. Yeah. Yuma Anzai's a rookie. Uh, I think, and to be fair, Toriano versus Jack Perry makes sense. If Shota wins, it's probably going to be Yujiro winning. So, uh, God, that's... I hope Yujiro wins because <laughs> for the same reason that Shota versus Yujiro makes yeah. sense, and for him to beat yeah. Yujiro, because it's like, oh, he just challenged Evil for the title. Have him face Yujiro in like round one or something. Like, get the win, know, and it's like, oh, you beat House of Torture for Shota to win and then beat Sonata and get to the final four. It's so easy. It's so easy. Yet Gato can't do it. Yeah. Because he's a moron. I should also say the Jack Perry of all, I, I think you and I both feel Jack Perry getting the win here because I think not to necessarily speak for you, but at least for me think that we're getting some sort of shooter versus Jack Perry specifically at Windy City Riot yeah, in some yeah, fashion. Yeah, that's that's what I've committed myself to. Which it's, Jack Perry's obviously booked for the show, so is Shooter. 
They don't have an, uh, announced any matches for it yet. But the, the feud could end here, and then they're just doing something else, you know? How, how little interest do you think Jack Perry has in doing this? I think it's so low, but, like, Tony Khan told him he had to. I don't know. I think he's going to try. <laughs> well, he's know. definitely going to try, but, like, I can't see him being like, yeah, I want to I wanna do Japan. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he thinks. All right, let's get to the real part of the bracket now. Yeah, so uh, there we go. I have Sonata, Kenta, Jack Perry, and Toriyano. We have, the, same have picks. the exact same picks. Let's get to the latter half of left side. TJP oh. versus David Finley. Oh, uh, David Finley. I'm <laughs> yeah, I mean, for both of us, I think it's very obvious we're David Finley. Here. We're, we don't even need David. to like really talk that one through. I can make it. Oh, Tangaloa versus Great O'Connor. Match, next match, Tangaloa still around. His brother's going to WWE. He's still around against Great O'Con. Great O'Con being a KOPW oof, champion. Does Tangaloa beat Great O'Con and be a KOPW challenger? Or does Great O'Con get the win and face David Finley? I mean, to a lesser extent, you still need to have like guys like Great O'Con win, right? Because he's still one of the younger crop. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a champion, and no mm-hmm. one wants to see Tangaloa versus Great O'Con again. In some sort of weird stipulation matches. So I'm going to. I'm going to. Pun- a bad punches only match. Yeah, 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 uh, Great O'Con, Great O'Con wins, please, for the love of God. Oh, perfect. Here's I'm going to watch, like, well, real quickly, there's an update from Lavi here. Umino's not booked for Windy City Riot. Is that true? I fully thought he was. Let me look that up real quickly. Um, yet. Yeah, I full fully thought he was. I fully saw I thought I saw that graphic. Um fully mm. possible that he's not. Uh yeah, according to Cage Match, he's not booked yet. Um obviously that can change. Red Narita is though, baby. Ooh, yeah, baby. So does that change any thoughts uh of the um, Jack Perry? The feud could end here. Um no, I'm still gonna think he does, but you know. Would you I still think Jack Perry gets the win? Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to think about that and permeate that in my brain. Uh, Great Ocon, Tongaloa. Uh, what, what are you thinking? Um, uh, I'm thinking. Do you want to see Tongaloa versus Great Ocon in a handcuffs only match? Great Ocon. Great Ocon. Great Ocon. There we go. Great Ocon moving ahead. I mean, look at that. Just like that. You're back to doing the United Empire versus david finley exactly right did you hear Meltzer said matt riddle was booked for this and then he just wasn't on it really interesting i heard i i i assume that tanahashi would have been booked for this um i uh, no, he wasn't booked for it anyways i know he I, he was booked for the tour I believe. yeah he was just but... doing he was just doing under matches so that he could make it to the uh, genesis yeah, is it, is it Genesis? It's a current Genesis. Um, next up, Ishii Chase Owens. Uh, we talked about it before. We have uh, Kenta going ahead. So if Goto is going to get that title challenge, uh, he needs to beat Chase Owens, which means Chase <laughs> Owens has to beat Tomohiro Ishii. <laughs> that is what I think. Is, yeah. I don't want to pick this entire time. <laughs> I don't want to pick up, but he's gonna win. Just pick him. Just pick him. 
Chase Owens. And I'm never going to say that out loud. All right, let's get to the real side of the bracket. Real the side of the bracket. Side. <laughs> the ace side. Um, That's screwed up, man. You know, Bolton Oleg should win. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I agree. I agree that Bolton Oleg should win. But, but nobody's realer than Hikaleo. Yeah, I mean, Hikaleo's going to get the win here. Um, That's very obvious. Uh, Shingo Yuya Uemura. A very interesting one. Uh, obviously, you have Shingo, just five guys versus LIJ, sort of continuing that feud uh, a little bit. You also have post-haircut Yuyamura. Does he sort yeah. of like become a reverse Samson, where when he cuts his hair, he gets even stronger and even more powerful? Uh, remains to be seen. Honestly, Arm it's, drag. It's, it's really hard to f- decide what happens if Yuyamura. Yuya arm drag Yuyamura. Um, but... Uh, who knows? It really comes down to what his like new kind of gimmick is. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know. Any thoughts on Shingo versus Yuya Uemura? If Why anything, <sighs> if anything, it might be like more down ballot with Shingo and Yuya, but a uh, down ballot, down this bracket. Is, this is another situation where they need both of them winning, mm-hmm. and uh, that's obviously not going to happen. Um. This is also a young guy versus a established star and Yu Yuomura. Does he get put over? Does Shingo put over to Yu Yuomura? It's it's a it's a toss up. I'm fully at like 50 50 kind. I'm gonna go with Shingo to be safe, but I don't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Callum Newman, Gabe Kidd. Shingo does do good in the cup, though. So yes, uh, I'm gonna go Gabe Kidd. Gabe Kidd gets the win. Uh, over on my side of the bracket, I obviously doing evil, doing Hikaleo. That's very obvious. What's that? With evil, a tough pick. Well, yeah, very tough pick. I cut, uh, who could have thought that he would have win? Shingo Yuomura, Um, If Yuomura gets the win, then it's him versus Gabe Kidd. That's kind of interesting in terms of like future star idea. Uh, and then it's like the winner probably against evil. Um which is also interesting. Nothing says interesting like evil versus. I I'm thinking Shingo gets the win, similar to you with the exact same bracket so far. Uh, so <laughs> we might have more interesting stuff later on, but I'm thinking Shingo right now, and I'll talk about it in a moment why I think Shingo. Um, next up the the south east west whatever side southeast side. Of the bracket, Yoda Suji versus Jeff Cobb coming off a big win of getting the hair of Yu Yomura against a, I believe, still injured Jeff Cobb. Big Suji. It's got one of these guys that at least have to get out of the first round. I wouldn't be shocked if you more did, um, but I'm going with the Yoda Suji comfortably. Um, feels like the only one that feels like a lock out of the young guys. Um, and also, I mean, Jeff Cobb may be a little injured, but that's still a big name in terms of the New Japan. You know, guys, he's like a he's a very established mid carter, upper mid carter title challenger kind of guy. Yeah, he's never had a title. No, he's just never had a title. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's uh, well, he's had a tag title, I think, right? With Great Khan, whippy. Um, <laughs> you know, who yeah. also has a tag title, right? Chase Owens, twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, bro- I broke you <laughs> i've broken you but i still think yoda suji getting the win over jeff cobb i think that's a solid 
honestly a solid win for Suji. Good win for him. A good uh, another scalp, I guess, for uh, Suji. Here. Why is Mikey Nichols in this and not Shane Haste? That's a uh, Shane Haste not booked for this at all, but Mikey Nichols is. Maybe it's cheaper to not get those uh, L.A. to Japan flights and rather the Australia Japan flights. I got no idea. But El Fantasma versus Mikey Nichols. I will say, Fantasmo, New Japan Strong Tag Team Champion, Mikey Nichols, if he gets the win, he can challenge for those titles probably. But it's also El yeah. Fantasmo. So I'm keep that in mind. You're picking El Fantasmo? Got to have him win. There we go. El Fantasmo over Nichols. Um, and then obviously Zack Sabre Jr. getting the bye. Tai Chi. For the love of God, Tai Chi. For the <laughs> love of God, I want the Dangerous Techers matchup. That's like the only matchup in this entire bracket I care about. Uh, I will say this. I will say this about this dangerous Techers matchup. It would fit with House of Tor- uh, House of Torture spoiling it, and also Zack Saber Jr. Ren Narita for that New Japan Television Championship at Wrestle Kingdom was the finals. It would make sense for Ren Narita versus Zack Saber Jr. I will just say that. Then go with him. I. Good, go with them. I I think it's pretty fifty fifty to be fair. So I just I, I need to go with my heart one time. Same similar thing. I'm going Mikey Nichols over El Fantasmo. Oh, dear God. Okay. At least I'm, we going, have big change, you know? I'm going I'm going crazy over here. I'm going Jeff. Co- oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I thought you were gonna Suji. really go crazy. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm gonna go Suji uh over Jeff. I can Co- see I can see any of them be right. Yeah, Ren Narita. Let now, are you happy with my thing of Ren Narita and Suji becoming the big guys coming out of the first round and the young, I don't say young lions, but young no, aces, whatever Ren Narita, group? Ren Narita's dead in the water. Yeah, that's pretty much true. All right, um, uh, Sonata. Yeah, so let's go into your over bracket. You have Sonata to Kenta. You're seeing Sonata? Yeah. Um, Jack yeah, Perry right. versus Yujiro Takahashi. Oh, oh, oh we're going to have a forbidden door rematch folks you're jack, welcome jack perry versus sonata i guess let's just continue here sonata versus jack perry forbidden door rematch here jack um, perry former champ finally Son- sonata sonata over perry again again yeah sorry uh finley versus great Okan. if finley, finley wins he can challenge for the kopw title david finlay he goes from global to KOPW. <laughs> Hiroki Goto. And Hiroki Goto versus Chase Owens. This is how Goto and Yoshihashi get that title challenge over Chase Owens. Yeah. And that, what are we in? Is this a quarterfinal? I think it's a quarterfinal. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with David, David Finley. Finley against Hiroki Goto. You're saying David Finley? Yeah, we're going to get a rematch from the final last year. A rematch of the final being Sonata versus David Finley. Um, rematch of the final... <sighs> There's some history here. Uh, I'm going to go with Finlay. Finlay. Why are you thinking Finlay over Sonata? Because the left side's so bad. And <laughs> Sonata can't. So I just can't have Sonata in another opportunity like this because he, you know, he already has had two title matches in a row. Like, it just, there's no reason to get him into the final. Yeah. Um, I think i am pretty much the same as you i think we're the exact same obviously um i who who won it was uh sonata won last year right 
Yes. He beat David Finley in the finals. Yes. Hum, 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 hum. I think Sonata gets the win. I think Sonata's going to beat David Finley once more. Ooh. 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 I think Sonata, because I like the idea of Sonata being a gatekeeper, and I like David Finley not making <laughs> making through that gate. <laughs> that is what I want. And I, and I like demoting David Finley to a KOBW challenger. That's what I. That's my goal right now. You you do the right side of your bracket. I need to let my dog stop barking. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Evil versus Hikaleo. I think this is a little bit interesting um, because you know we also have a tag champion here. If Evil wins, he gets a tag title thing. And I will say we can't forget how hard Hikaleo got pushed in the G one. It is not fully out of the equation. For Hikaleo to be evil here and becoming never challenge, uh, never never challenger, G- Hikaleo was pushed in the G one. We can't write him off completely as potentially beating evil here and getting a challenge uh, thing. Uh, Lavi here has a question. Uh, Ryan, why do you have terrible takes sometimes? Uh, that's a great question, Lavi. Uh, because I am who I am, uh, an insane person. I am the voice of the tasteless. That is my job. Um, but I, it's not a, also not a terrible take to say Hikaleo was pushed the G1. He beat every single young guy, Yuya, Shota, uh, Suji. I don't think that's a terrible take. That's a fact. Uh, but I'm still thinking Evil gets That's a fact of life. Evil yeah. gets the win over Hikaleo. Shingo versus Gabe Kid. Huh, interesting. Wasn't this a match in Rev Pro that got canceled about a month ago? Huh, interesting. I thought Gabe Kid was injured. Now he's able to wrestle. And we might have a spot where he might have been Gabe Kid, but but uh, yeah, how about that? I'm going Shingo here, Shingo over Gabe Kid. I thought that was going to happen to Rev Pro. I think it's still going to happen here in uh, this match. Um, your side here, uh, evil, evil over Hikaleo, evil Shingo over Gabe Kid or Gabe Kid over Hikaleo. Perfect. Shingo uh, or Gabe Kid? Uh, probably Shingo. Shingo. And I didn't do it with my side, but we'll do it for you real quick. Uh, Evil or versus Shingo. Does Shingo get a never opportunity by being Can I do the bottom real quick? Can sure, I just sure. do the bottom of the bracket real quick? Let's just let's just do this here then. I think that makes sense. Uh, uh, it's more okay. interesting in the quarters and semis on this side anyways. Uh, Suji versus El Phantasmo is who you have. Big Suge, baby. Mm, ooh, interesting. He could challenge for the strong titles. Maybe that's Windy City Riot. Suji coming into Chicago. Um, and then here, Taichi Zack Saber Jr. Who be- wins in the Dangerous Techers matchup? Well, it was Zach. Zack Saber Jr. He is the one shouting out Naito and wants to challenge mm-hmm. Naito. And then this side of the bracket, you have in your final four of this side, final eight, I guess, Evil Shingo Suji Saber. Going to go with Shingo Takagi. Getting that win over Evil. He can challenge for the never. Is this half wishful thinking? Yes. Is and then this a lot of wishful thinking? Perhaps. <laughs> Yoda Suji versus Zack Sabre Jr. I will go with Zack to get to the final four here. Uh, Suji. Hey, Suji picks up one, two wins, uh, yeah. and then faces yeah. Zack Sabre Jr. Someone won. Yeah, that's, a, that's pretty good. 
And then on the side, you have Shingo versus Saber. Great you're match, welcome. baby. You're Great welcome, match. Um, because David Finley's on the other side, either guy works. Uh, but I think we're trying to keep Zach away from the title for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want him losing the final. So I think I think Shingo versus David Finley is going to be my final here. Um, let's, let's talk about that part real quickly um, about Zach Sabre Jr. losing here and, and, and not wanting to lose in the final and everything. A big aspect that you and I talked about in the chat about the New Japan Cup is how largely it doesn't really matter who wins. Yeah, because this, this the Moxley match is after Genesis. Yes. Mo- Windy City Riot is after Sakura Genesis. So the winner of New Japan Cup challenges Naito at Sakura Genesis. Whoever wins that match faces Moxley at Windy City Riot. Everyone's fully expecting that match to be Mo- Moxley versus Naito, which means the winner of this cup has to lose to Naito. Yeah. And if we're all thinking Zack Sabre Jr. is the next winner or challenger or whatever, big-time challenger, he could be the Dominion match or something for Naito. He has he, he can't win the cup. Uh, if no. you want any of these guys to win the cup, they have to lose to Naito in the challenge. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, maybe there's an argument of them winning the cup because they're ultimately going to lose the challenge, so it doesn't quite matter. But yeah, it's uh, whoever wins this cup is losing against Naito. Now, unless they do insanely bold booking that they never do uh, in advertising a match that they end up not having. <laughs> Well, the Naito Moxie match doesn't change. The title would just not be on the line. I guess that's true. They could still do the main event, but people would be upset. To be fair, people uh, absolutely, would. absolutely. Um, they still could do it, and then they could also do a, a a world title match with whoever else they're bringing in. Um, I don't know, <laughs> David Finley versus. <laughs> I don't know. Yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but ultimately, whoever's winning this is probably losing. So. Right now, you have David Friendly versus Shingo, who is going to be the challenger for Tetsuya Naito at Sakura Genesis. Scotty, who is your pick? <laughs> After just saying that the winner is going to lose, and it doesn't quite matter. Really, t- everybody <laughs> needs a rebel. What a terrible line. Uh, David Finley getting the win. He did so good with the lines in the last one. <laughs> last one was like, yeah. oh, well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with David Finley winning the New Japan Cup. You know why? Because it would be very fitting for New Japan in their current state. David Finley beating Shingo in the finals. Finally gets the win, unlike last year. Um, oh, man. It, it would be very New Japan to give us a sh- like give us the hope of having Shingo versus Naito and then just take it away from us. Yeah. Um, I didn't finish my bracket here. I got Suji against Mikey Nichols. Well, Suji getting the win there, baby. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Ren Narita. Huh. Interesting. Does that go out here against Ren Narita? Ren Narita finally get his win back from the New Japan title tournament uh, in some sort of bullshit fashion, probably. Or is it Zack Sabre Jr.? Am I that insane of a take? Am I thinking of two upsets for Enrita? No, no way. Zack Sabre Jr. Terrible, no terrible way. line. Oh, my God. No way. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, over here. Oh, I know who you're going here. 
Now I've been, you know me, <laughs> I have been talking up. I see who's on the finals on the other side too. I, I know where this is going. I'm talking up a path and I, this is the moment I'm laying out the path and this lobby. I'm going to bring up your question again, again, <laughs> Ryan, why do you have terrible takes sometimes? This is why lobby evil has a path to win the new Japan cup. And I don't care. He's going to lose against, uh, and, and, and it's actually going to play into all of this. Evil currently, look at who I look what I've set up here. Look what I've set up here. Evil can beat LIJ member Shigeo Takagi. Yorosuji can get a big upset win, almost not really an upset, but a big time win over Zack Sabre Jr. And then it's LIJ member Yorosuji versus Evil. And then it's Evil versus Sonata in the finals, in which case Evil can beat a recent challenger in Sonata. Uh, and face Naito at Sakura Genesis. Evil has the Never Title Belt, and I know what people are thinking: he's not gonna he's not gonna win the cup because he has the Never Title Belt. And I want to remind you. I want to remind you, folks. So we're going to we're going to go bigger bigger window here. I want to remind you, folks. This guy has an infamous image of holding two title belts. You don't see an image again of evil attacking Naito at some point and holding the IWGP global, not global, IWGP world heavyweight title and the never at the same time and recreating that image, but previewing the Sakura Genesis match that he's going to potentially take away the Moxley of it, you know, the Moxley match and make it less interesting. The, the threat, that's the whole idea of House of Torture is threatening to take away a good time. And to do that, I have to give you everyone a bad time. Uh, so that is why I am picking Evil over Shingo. And that is why I'm picking Suji over Zack Sabre Jr. Everything I'm picking Evil, evil. Over, over Suji, Evil over Sonata to win the whole damn thing. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I want to, I want oh, to yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm pumped about having david finley win yep can't wait <laughs> i want to be clear i hate this you hate that you hate your picks none of us are excited about this picks you and i just equally pick lobby in the chat lobby in the chat scott stop this guy let it let it be clear i, I can't <laughs> you cannot i've tried all week <laughs> He knows I was coming in with this take. But let it be clear. You can't say, Scott, stop this guy when you pick David Finley, who also sucks ass. <laughs> I think people like David Finley more than evil, to be fair. I, I, I mean, the I, argument I know, here is, it's, it's a tough, that's a, that is what, what's better, a pile of Yeah, but you also had a, no, but here's the, here's the problem. You had him beat Shingo and you, you, you know, Uji. And Sonata. You had him roll through everyone that people would like to see, like, do well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not Sonata, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Everybody needs a rebel. Everything is evil. This is, as everyone can tell, this is not a good time. The no. New Bear Cup is not a good time. The big takeaway is you're not going to be happy about the winner of the New Japan Cup. The only way you can be happy is if it's Sabre. And Sabre loses to Naito. Why would we want that? And the reason I'm not picking Sabre to win the New Japan Cup is because I want to see him beat Naito for the title. This is not the time for him to do that. You know? 
we talked about it. There's a totally possibility, I think, that Suji, Uemura maybe does a massive upset run. Shota does an upset run. I doubt Renarita. But there's total possibility I mean, that Suji you know, beats Perry. Shota beats Perry. He's running. He's, <laughs> he's against Yujiro. And and he's beating Yujiro. That's obvious. <laughs> that's God. that's very Dear obvious. God. Um, and then it's him versus Sonata. I talked about Sonata. I think as a gatekeeper for this New Japan Cup. And then you have him beat Sonata. Then you have him probably against David Finley. And then I don't know about that. I don't know. That would be so much better though. That would but, like I would be so much happier about this bracket. If that but happened. what you're bringing up is I think a similar theme of what I have about evil. We're talking about path, right? And an interesting storyline path. He beats Jack Perry. I talked about. Oh, with Shota. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With Shota. He beats Jack Perry, a rival sort of person. He then beats House of Torture member Yujiro Takahashi. He then beats um, uh, Gatekeeper Sonata. He then beats Bullet Club War Dog winner David Finley. And if he can meet Renarita, a rival somehow, Renarita somehow makes it to the. That's crazy. Or evil. Or more likely than Renarita, evil. Then he is now. Then he beats Evil House of Torture member to win the New Japan Cup. That would be a great path for Shota Umno. It's just neither of us think it would be. Jack it would be a great path. That's why they're not going to do it. Yeah, I agree. I Everyone agree. Everyone needs a rebel. And maybe, and maybe that is why Shota Umino hasn't been announced for Windy City Riot. Because he's he might be winning. I hope that's. I hope that you know what. I hope that happens. Do I think it's gonna happen? No. You know why? Because the scapegoat is here. <laughs> I yeah. And 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 by the way, that would be a massive push push for Shota Umino. If we're talking, if everybody's clamoring for, we need to build up these new stars. The only person that I think has the most interesting path, quite honestly, Suji has a, a an interesting patch path as well. But I think there's more story in, in Shota Umino. Um, Shota Umino beating House of Torture, Gatekeeper, War Dogs Leader, uh, House of Torture Evil to win the cup. That's a massive push, massive uh, uh, chance for Shota Umino to get into the finals and ultimately lose to Tetsuya Naito. Um, but that's a big push. And I think that's a total possibility. But obviously... I'm picking evil. You're picking uh, David Finley. We're because at the same time of do they push the young stars? There is also the question of elevating these mid card guys to being title proper title challengers, not only title challengers but potential title winners. Um, that's a big issue for them right now. Is they have all, so many mid card guys. None of these undercard titles matter right now. So we need to elevate some of these guys into that next step. Evil winning the cup might elevate the never title in some fashion. I doubt it, but in some fashion. Uh, Sabre winning it would be nice for him. Um, Sonata would be uh, not that interesting. Uh, but you know what I'm this saying? Like, we need a, they need to bump up some of their mid-card guys into being actual you know, title challenges. We oh, talked about this in the chat with All Japan. Uh, All Japan doesn't really have like a lot of big-time threats for Nakajima other than Kento Miyahara. And you mentioned that in a weird way, rookie of the year, Yuma Anzai, is a solid potential winner and defeater of Katsuhiko Nakajima in all Japan. It's totally plausible possibility. Um, 
And they have a similar problem. They need to build up more like mid-card guys to be actual tenders. New Japan has a similar pressure problem where they need to build up uh, all these other people. They don't really have young guys that can really probably take away Naito's title right now. I don't think so. No, I think this bracket's awful. And <laughs> I am probably going to watch like less than 50% of it when it's all said and done. Um, but there are ways to make it good. So I, I'm sure they will not go down that road. If you're a hopeful person, if you're an optimist, I think you should be voting and choosing Shota Umino to win this bracket. I think if you're real, you should be picking Shota Umino. Yeah. I'm not real because I have no hope in this company. Same. And that's why I'm saying everything is evil. Um, Everything's ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> everything is cheeks <laughs> oh boy new japan cup baby get into it get into it no matter what bullet club on top bullet club on top god, god. oh we suck <laughs> we i really agree suck. oh jesus well how do we go from here let's let's i already brought it up let's talk about all japan um they have uh some shows they announced their big time shows their schedules this week do you want to walk through all japan's schedule or do you want me to walk through some of it uh they got, they got three nine and three ten up. up for right now i have it up so uh you can if you okay. like i'll start with three nine i'll let you take over then uh three nine has uh two title matches on the show uh i believe I don't know about the main event. I think this might be the main event. I don't know if this is in proper order. It looks like it is. Uh, Hideki, Suzu- uh, Hideki Suzuki and Suwama defending their tag team titles against uh, Hitaro Shino. And, uh, oh, they actually just announced the junior match will be main eventing. Perfect. That's, I'm so glad. That's a better That's a better thing. Uh, well, I've already mentioned this, so I'm going to say it. Uh, Hitaro Shino and Kurashio Tokyo, Japan. Um, and the tag team title match and the main event, as you already just said, Dan Tamora defending his world junior heavyweight title versus rising Hayato. Um, I don't think I don't see the tag team titles changing in any capacity. Uh, Shiro, man, <laughs> I don't think it can be what happened? getting the win here. He has been winning a lot, but uh, still, <laughs> don't Ugh. think he's getting the win here. Uh, and the uh, fact that you said that the world junior heavyweight title match is the main event, I think it's rising Harado, uh, Harado, rising Hayato. Uh, I it. love rising Hayato, and I'm very hopeful that he gets the win. Um, my hopes are up all the way up, so hopefully, that is what they do. I think this match should be very good, and it's it's beyond rising Hayato's time to be junior heavyweight champion. Yeah, I fully agree. So I think him beating Dan Tamora, who this is his fourth defense, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he's had a healthy enough reign. He can lose. Yeah, um, a solid reign. I, I never got fully into it. I never got fully into Dan Tamora's reign. I've mentioned it before, but him being Ryzen Hido, a guy I'm, I'm into, and a guy that, you know, I don't know All Japan enough to really say this. Do you feel like Rising Hayato is a bigger star than Dan Tamora in All Japan? Yes. Yes. I feel like he is. Yeah. Um, and I feel like at a time where they have a bunch of injuries, I think it makes sense for them to uh, maybe build up and make a, a bigger star for their uh, for their shows. 
Uh, on your card here, they have some interesting stuff. Katsuhiko Nakajima teaming up with Hokuto Omori uh, versus Yuma Anzai Ryuki Honda. Um, da, 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 da. Any other ones that really were interesting to me? Not, not really. There's an actress-girls match as well here at the top. Um, but they got a lot of other kind of reason Shuji Ishikawa is no longer in the company. Um, is actress-girls? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is the 3 9 show. Then they have the 3 10 show. Uh, the next, oh, day. oh, geez, it's in, it's in, oh, god, oh, god, I'm clicking on so many things. It's not, it's not in English. I need, I need to change this to English. I can't read, I can't read Japanese lettering. There we go. Um, the, do we have a main event? I assume it's the Yuanzai. Triumphant Return Memorial and Triple Crown Heavyweight Championship Prelude Tag Match is yes. the main event of this show. Uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima and Hartley Jackson versus Rika Honda and Yuma Anzai. Who's winning that one, Scotty? Probably Nakajima. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, should be a good match, though. Yeah. Uh, there's also a special singles match. Yuma, Angai, uh, Yuma Aoagi versus Fuma. Um, and then they have a bunch of other under card tags as well they're sort of continuing in both two nights by the way kento miyahara uh and renayabi versus uh jun saito uh, and a different tag partner for him so they're sort of continuing the miyahara saito uh feud well well, not really yume aogi is doing his own thing i guess but they're at least continuing that in some fashion um so i guess there's that should we just talk about the other shows as well for the rest of the month um, um no we can save it they're all at the end yeah the big time interesting one is the 30th and yes. that is at the end of the month obviously and that is the yuma anzai challenging for nakajima but we'll get more into that as it gets to it um, too far away yeah way too far away there's also a special singles match i don't remember what night it is uh non-title uh, nakajima versus fuminori albe that i am very interested in that's real that is very real. Um, oof. Ah, man. Flip a coin here, Scotty. Teenage Sacrifice or Stardom Cinderella? Okay, well, one of those I like and one of those I don't like. So, like... So, start off with TNA is what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> do we end strong or... Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, just do TNA. Uh, let's get TNA out of the way. Uh, TNA Sacrifice. Have a bracket. Are we doing a bracket again? Uh, I can. I because I, I don't know if you know this, but I Englished it. I can. Uh, yes. Can you send me the English bracket in the? Uh, actually, do I have the English bracket saved here? I think I do. I'll send it to private chat. Make your life easy. Yeah. Yes. But uh, all right. Let's do sacrifice. I'll I'll yeah. walk us through this while you get that together, huh? I appreciate it. All that right. So the world tag team titles are on the line as ABC. Ace Austin and Chris Bay defend against... Oh, Ryan, I know you're excited for this. I can see it on your face. Eddie Chris Edwards it's, oh, oh, and Brian Myers. Oh, and this is... I want to be clear. This is the first non-Scott Demore uh, uh, book show. Yes. Book show? Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Still looks huh. like a Scott Demore book show, but that's fine. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> uh, does, does that excite you? Does that um, how do I put this? How do, joy? Put this 
how do I put this nicely? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll I'll here here's here's our preview. ABC wins. Does yeah, I think work? I think I think they win. I think that's fine. All right. Um, uh, on uh, the trios side of things, Chris Saban, Kushida, and Kevin Knight face Mustafa Ali and the Good Hands. Um, uh, no, it's a fine special six man tag to uh, special's a little strong. <laughs> I don't know. It's you know, they're continuing the feud of Chris Sabin and Ali, and I don't know, unless we're putting the X Division title on Kevin Knight down the line. I don't think I really care. Okay, uh, we have special singles match, also some news. For TNA as they officially signed Alexander Hammerstone to a contract that was announced earlier this week. And it will be Josh Alexander versus Hammerstone 2. Now, does that excite you? That does excite me. Uh, whoops, sorry. I have that on the screen. Get that out of here. Um, I think they, they officially announced that Alex Hammerstone has signed with the company. I think that is a fantastic signing for them. We talked about this when he debuted in the company at Hard to Kill, that he's a guy that they should sign that is the right level of a signee for Impact for TNA. Um, So that is a guy that they should bring in. They had a really good match at Hard to Kill, and you can tell that uh, it was laid out extremely well, worked really well. Um, And I feel like Hammerstone at the very beginning was a little nervous. Now that he has a contract, now that he's going for the second one against Alexander, I think this match will be even better I'm actually very much looking forward to this match. Knockouts world title. Jordan Grace defends against Tasha Steeles and Zaya Brookside. Good for her. Good for Zaya Brookside getting a, a, a nice little title match here. To you. Was it to you? It was someone. I think it was to me. Who, who would have thought Zaya Brookside would have got a world title match in the States before Mariah May? I think I think anybody. <laughs> I think I think I think AW likes to go slow, and TNA is like, hey, we got a little bit of a start here in Zion Brooks. Well, to be fair, Mariah was signed first, though. Yeah. So, like, yeah, my that's... point still stands. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jordan, Jordan Grace is obviously getting the win, uh, and I think they're just doing it as a way to be like showcase Jordan Grace and her strength or something. I don't know by beating two people. The real main event. <laughs> Nick Nemeth puts the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship on the line against Woo! Steve Macklin. Yeah, baby. Now that's gonna have your blood rising, your blood boiling, your your uh, your uh, I don't know something. It's a good match. It's, it's a good, a good match. It, look. That's actually a good match. Macklin is underrated, I think, in TNA. Um, his Nick Nemeth, baby. He was a really solid world champion last year for the short period that he had. He had like a really great match with PCO um, in a world title offense. Uh, in a weird, <laughs> I can't, you can't believe it, but I, I'm saying it. He did. Um, he's underrated in this company. Nick Nemeth, uh, obviously, uh, uh, coming off of a ch- title win over uh, New Japan Cup winner, according to Scotty, David Finley. Um, and, and defending the title against Macklin. Hey, look, I mean, Nemeth is obviously winning, but hey, it should be a good match. I think I think there's no reason for it to be bad. 
Uh, I think it's going to be the best match on the show. I, I, it's plausible. It's certainly plausible. I think if and, anyone, Hammerstone Alexander is giving them a run for their money, but I, I hey, that's fine. If we get two, if yeah. I get two, three and a half plus star matches on this You'll show. You'll be very I'll be, happy. I'll be walking and away. what is titled the first time ever TNA World Championship match? What? It'll be Moose. What does that mean? Hold on. What does that mean? <laughs> it's, this is the first time ever this has been for the TNA World Championship. That is what that means. Against each other? They've yes. never faced each other for the, the no TNA way. TNA World Championship. Looking this up. That's Go not ahead. that hard to believe. They weren't in the company together all that long. I just feels like they were. <laughs> it just you know what I mean? It just feels like they've been in the company well, forever. It's not I, a lie. They, I forget that he's also they wouldn't the lie about this. This nah, isn't I, something I worth lying about. <laughs> I don't know, man. Moose versus yeah. Eric Young. Does that get you excited? Does that make you... Never mind. Uh, does that... Uh, no? Okay, cool. Here, you know what? I think there's an argument that Moose is the worst world champion in America. Uh, okay, let's go through the world champions. We have Samoa Joe. Great. Obviously great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Roman Reigns. I will take Roman Reigns over Moose every day of the week. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, who else? Who else? I will also take Seth Rollins over Moose every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, not only is this a first time ever uh world, TNA World Championship match, this is the first time Eric Young and Moose. Yes, for sure, definitely. Look, according to the cage match, the first time they've ever wrestled in a singles match ever. Oh baby! Oh yeah. This actually is a big time match for TNA, um, in a weird in, way. It, uh, two of two of TNA's top stars. TNA, uh, TNA. Uh, other world champions: Satoshi Kojima and MLW. Oh, you know Satoshi Kojima is better than Moose. Uh, uh, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> who else? Uh, uh, EC3. Eddie Kingston, the Ring of Honor world champion. EC3 in NWA. Is he better than Moose? Oh, oh God. (laughs) That's a thinker right there. I mean, immediately I feel like no because it's NWA, but at the same time, Moose is not great. But Moose has his moments. I don't feel like EC3. What what moments? I didn't watch Hard to Kill or whatever the fucking – hard times pay-per-view last night because i can't so i don't know when ec3 has his moments because i can't watch his moments ah uh, yeah yeah i'm picking this i'm gonna, I'm picking I'm gonna give it a, i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a push i think they're equally bad congratulations <laughs> <laughs> i think that's fair they have their own reasons for being bad but uh eric young moose who do you want to win who i want to win honestly oh, who do you think is going to win? I think Moose. I would love Eric Young to win. I think that could be fun. That could be interesting. It'd be a good way to stabilize TNA right now. I think that might be true. Remember um, when Eric Young had that sick match like a few years ago? Um, oh, I forget who it was against. Was it Josh Alexander? Uh, yeah, I think so. Or Eddie Edwards. Oh, it was one of the two. Frankie Kazan. I just remember it was a shocker. <laughs> I was like, what? It was probably Josh. Um yeah, I mean Eric Young's still pretty good. Yeah, I think he still has it in him. I think I would love for him to sort of lead the charge in TNA in this new regime. 
I, I like the idea of uh, him being a Scott Demore guy and him losing the moose, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, to be fair, Scott Demore booked moose to be world champion, so I'm not. Uh... That's true. I that I think that's where I'm at right now. Is we it's hard to really do a full preview because this is the first you know um, booked match by this new regime. Um, not really new regime, but you know it's got the more not at the helm. Obviously. How long till we get and give up on TNA? I think this is the show that will that will test that theory. Well, yeah. Well, isn't their next show like a big one, like uh, a real one, a real one? <laughs> I like the free, a real show <laughs> supposed to sacrifice. Uh, uh rebellion. Next yeah. Big show is rebellion April twentieth. That's a and real one. Got the Palms Casino Resort, which is a big time arena, a big time arena, but a bigger <laughs> venue for them. Um, so that will be the decision maker. Yeah, that's probably true. And I won't. Then, get, I, I won't make the TNA Plus special a uh, decision maker for the fairness. That's fair. This is Sacrifice is a TNA Plus and Rebellion's a proper pay per view. That's a great point. Let's see what this pay per view turns out to be. And then we'll it's gotta be Nick Nemeth versus Moose, right? That's I mean, Nick Nemeth is on the poster. He should be on the poster. He's the only guy worth a damn. I agree, but well, he is on the he is on the poster for Rebellion. So I wouldn't be shocked if he uh, wins the Impact World Title here at Rebellion. And would you be into that? Would you be into Nick Nemeth? Teenage of course I'd be in the Nick Nemeth as world champion. He he saves me from David Finley. He saves me from Moose. That he is says, the most wanted man. He says booking David Finley to win the New Japan Cup. <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to book New- David Finley win the New Japan Cup. That's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes, buddy. All right? Sometimes the cookie crumbles in a way that you don't have to like, but you have to live with. And that's how I feel about that. Let's talk about stardom. Uh, yeah! <laughs> stardom Cinderella Tournament. Exciting uh, week coming up. Yes, it starts Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Something about cares and stardom. Sorry's and stardom. We're living. Yes, it starts on, I believe, Saturday, right? Three We're nine. Moss. Yes. Living Moss. Ooh, Taco Bell. Shout out. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna text you last week, but I 100 percent went to Taco Bell immediately after recording. Well, uh, you were telling me you were hoping. I was planning on it. I definitely did. Uh, yes, this show starts. Stardom Cinderella tournament starts three nine and continues three ten up until the finals on March twentieth. Um, a yeah. interesting tournament because, as we They've sort of talked about, changed it. What say it again? They've changed it. They've changed how? What do you mean they changed it? Uh, main eventers are essentially no longer in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, they so their decision was the new obviously the new people running it uh they were going to give opportunities to pretty much everyone that isn't um that hasn't been a world of stardom champion or a wonder of stardom champion the only former wonder stardom championship in this tournament is mirai and that is because she is the reigning defending Cinderella winner, um, having won the past two um, tournaments, it would be wrong to not have her in there trying to make it a three-peat. She would be the first person ever to do so. Uh, but there are eight wrestlers that were essentially handpicked. So all the finalists from last year, mm-hmm. Mirai, 
Mai Sakurai, Wakasukiyama, and uh, completely blanked. I'm trying to look. Well, Wakasukiyama, Mai Sakurai, Mirai, and Ami Sarei. And then uh, Suzuki gets a bye because she won the five star. And then three hand picked choices from the bra- uh, from the from the company itself picking. Hazuki, Azumi, and May Sarah to all get buys. So that's how this breaks down. That's how the cookie crumbles. That's the um, company picking a lot of uh, some interesting stars. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, to me, just read how the hell do we get these three in there um, as buys? <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> no, but without saying the, they're better than uh, everyone else, but you know. It's fine. So uh have an interesting bracket. And by default, we have a lot of different big matchups outside of this tournament moving forward as well. So, yeah, the first night has a lot of the first uh, every single first round uh, yes. here. It'll be a short couple matches. It's not like they're uh, big matches by any means. No, a lot of people have buys, as you just said. Um, first round, we have Hanan. I've got to read this in a weird sideways. Hanan Hanako. Uh, Do you want me to read it? I just yes, I, please. I can do it. So the first matchup is Hanan versus Hanako. Uh, pretty confident Hanan's winning that match. I agree. I be. fully agree with that. As she should be. Then we have Starlight Kid versus Yuzuki. Yuzuki, of course, a rookie. Pretty, uh, you know, I will say in past Cinderella tournaments, it's hard to have safe bets. That's how we ended up with the final four we had last year. Uh, But I do think that the new booking system will be a little safer when it comes to top stars. I would definitely pick Starlight Kid there. We're we're doing this one together, by the way, folks. This is this is the collective ring post radio bracket. If you want to hear me kind of dive in to this full bracket a little bit more, uh, you can listen to my Joshi show, of course. But mm-hmm. we'll continue here. It'll be Zena versus Momo Kogo. I think Zena is a pretty comfortable pick there. She's been very good since returning. Yeah, um, I don't see uh, Momo Kogo's yeah. just coming back as well. Yeah, I mean, would it be a shock for Momo to win? Uh they they seem to be behind Zena. I agree, um, but it, you know it's just one of those. But things. it wouldn't be that big of a shock. Again, with the Cinderella tournament, shocks are a big thing. Yeah, they that's kind of what took I mean. that out with the main if, eventers being. If out. anyone's going to be a shock, it might be Momo, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, we'll go, we'll go with Zena. Um, next up is Koguma. Well, who, versus on, who would Momo and Zena face? They're facing Wakasukiyama. Yeah, uh, Zena's getting. I think Zena might win over. Zena's gonna go pretty far, I think. Um, Momo versus Waka. I don't know. Is that interesting? Waka no. Sugiyama just giving a bye is weird to me. Ah, uh, that's what happens when you're a finalist, which yeah, is I weird as well. To be I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, you got Koguma versus Ruaka, and the next round would be against Hazuki. So I'm gonna go with Koguma. I think that would be fun. Ooh. I mean, Ru- Ruaka's right there. I don't know. I mean, you, you're more interested in the uh, partners versus each other than. Uh, yeah, I think they're. So I think one thing they want to do right mm-hmm. now because they're trying to sell tickets and stuff and get sales back up is trying to just go with the strongest matchups. Okay, that's that's my thought process. Be, I think there's going to be more upsets on the other side of the bracket this early, at least. Okay. Um, 
I get, I, I get where you're coming from. I, yeah. I, I could see. I, I can fully see Ruaka getting the win. And, I can too. Okay. I can too. But I get where you're uh, from. And do I prefer Ruaka getting over the win over Kagama? Uh, yeah, sure, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm not fully into Ruaka, but you know, I'm, I'm not fully into Kagama right now. Um, the winner. Kagama is also returning, uh, or has already returned as well. Yeah. Uh, so you know, continue that a little bit. Whatever this will face May Sarah. It's between Saki Kashima and Saida. I, I would love Saida to win. I love me some Saida. I and, want her to win. And Saida does feel like the upset because Kashima does get a lot, a lot of wins in these tournaments thanks mm-hmm. to her flash pin. So for for the love of the game, we're going with Saida. Thank Thank for you. The, for the love of Sting, because Sting does the same thing, you know? <laughs> this, the, yes. In the in the, the week after Sting retires, you got to do Saida, do the same sort of uh, taunt there. Clearly, then, that's what people think of when they think of Saida, Sting. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, you mean a, a generational talent? Of course. Now you do. Anyone that's listening, now you will. Um, generational talent. You're damn right. <laughs> Uh, Yuna Mizumori versus Lady C. This is a real toss-up because the winner faces Ami Saray, and I couldn't be less interested in that because <laughs> I do not like Ami Saray at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Go with Yuna, I guess. Right. I, I she's a cosmic angel, and they're pushing the cosmic angels hard. Okay, then we'll do that. That's my mindset here. Do what I? Is Lady C in again? Queen's Quest. Hmm. Yeah, uh, fine for you now. Azumi will face the winner of Sayaka Karara, who does not have a win in her career against Natsuko Tora. Let's, uh, unless it's an upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we can make that one easy. And then Miyu Amasaki faces rookie Rana Yagami, and the winner of that faces my Sakura. I think Miyu Amasaki starts to get a little build behind her here and yeah. gets the win. Easy win um, over a rookie. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So, yeah. No, well, before we move on, I want to talk about the the weird aspect of obviously. So part of all of this that we have to think about is the whole Rossi Ogawa stardom stuff of where what is happening with these talents. Are there any of them leaving in March? Who's getting pushed in this new regime? Start Cinderella tournament's a great way to see who they actively want to push. Uh, we have to put some thought into, and obviously already some people are getting announced for April shows. Um, is what do you have any thoughts to say to that sort of aspect? A thread that we've talked about already on the show. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can, a lot of can I talk about it? Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, I think you're going to see some upsets here. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe it's going to be ones that we don't know about, obviously, that maybe have more realization after the fact because yeah. here's the thing with cinderella upsets are normal yeah right so it's like you probably won't think of anything of it but when the end of march comes around and you look back you're like that makes sense you know yeah. the upsets um, this this time around i think I, I think this time around people are going to look more into the upsets and see that as like oh uh you know let's say uh I don't know what would be a, a crazy ass upset. Hanan uh, uh, beats Mar- Mirai. <laughs> yeah, I mean anyone beating Mirai at this stage earlier than like the semis mm-hmm. would be a big deal because she's won two straight. Yeah, 
like yeah if that's a big upset then it's like oh mirai is uh is leaving stardom at the end of the march and, and we're just gonna pop up narasi's uh organization you know right. i think that's but, and here's the thing i think hanan's getting pushed right now so it's it makes that even more interesting mm-hmm. uh but that's the thing with like multiple matchups of course mm-hmm. uh, plus you also have the idea of like who does Bushiroad like versus Rossi like? And you also have to remember of how long Bushiroad was properly booking these people versus Rossi. Um, all right, so let's start with the right side. Okay. Um, we'll My do... Sakurai versus Miyu Amasaki. Yeah, I think Amasaki's winning because I think My Sakurai's leaving. Okay, I'll take your. I'll think. I'll take Just, your. <laughs> she was very. She cried a lot after um, her title match, the New Blood <laughs> title match. Uh, kind of felt like an unofficial like and she has i don't think she's won since mm. so like just just uh just a thought there and also i think miyu amasaki is kind of the person they would rather push right now um yeah anyways then we have azumi versus natsuko tora i only see natsuko tora winning here if azumi is also leaving <laughs> I, right. I, the fact I that they, they picked Azume to be having a buy. I Azume yeah. got announced for Windy City Riot. So, oh, oh yes, I totally forgot so, about that. Yes, Azumi should be winning this match. Don't Azumi's one of the three people I think can win. Should be winning this tournament. To be fair, I I agree. That would be a nice uh, bump up. Nice Miz Mori versus Ami Saray. Oh. I mean, Ami Saray, probably, right? Yeah, I just don't. I'm not excited for that. Um, Saida Maesara. That's real. That's real. That's a real match. Um, Probably Maesara, but you know what? It's the fact that Ida got here that matters, you know? If Ida won, though. Uh, Saida versus Ami Saray? We'd be picking Ida all the way, baby. Ida versus Azumate? Well, I don't know about that anymore, but... <laughs> That'd be real. Uh, what do we got? Hazuki versus Koguma? I think Hazuki's gotta win. I agree. Like, You've gotta be going with the, Hazuki. I feel like Hazuki had like a weirdly underrated year last year. Like She was yeah, one of the best star wrestlers last year, Yeah, but she didn't like do... She think, did stuff, but she didn't do much in a weird I'll, way. I'll say this. So Cinderella kind of has the same feeling of the... New Japan Cup in that I don't think the winner matters in mm-hmm. terms of like winning the belt because yeah. when do we have when's the title challenge do we know um it's either it's based off of scheduling it's probably either going to be the US show or the Boontai show at the end of April and what's um, that? American Dream US show is March 4th 3rd that'll be bold for the it's there yeah but it will oh. probably depend who wins too um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna assume they don't do it there because I don't think Sayori's probably gonna go over. Yeah, if they do it there, it's got to be someone that they believe is big for the American audience. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I just I don't know for sure if Sayori's going because she obviously isn't part of the company. Yeah, she obviously can because she works for Sukebon, but yeah, um, but also they might not want to yeah. bring her over because she works for Sukebon. Yeah. Exactly. They can also just save it. Last year they saved it forever because mm-hmm. of reasons so that that's also possible <laughs> um they, they can have... just hold it and, and, or they could just challenge for a new title i could see them change that up too mm-hmm. that's possible with the new regime uh what's next zina versus waka sukiyama zina just move Zina. just move Zina. enough of the walking this 
Hey, a walk, they're trying to push Waka as someone in the States. If they want to do an American dream, maybe Waka goes a little far. No. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right, Kim versus Suzu Suzuki. <laughs> that, right. that is, if I ever seen a, well, maybe not the main event on the 310 show, but if I ever seen a semi-main event on the 310 show. If I've ever seen a time limit draw. <laughs> I can see them eliminate each other. Yeah, it's tough. I like how we're picking winners when it's fully possible that someone gets a time this, limit draw. This is the first time it feels like a draw is very likely. Mm-hmm. But if we had to pick a winner, for for the love of the game, for the love of picking a winner, it's I'm not I can't we cannot pick draws in time and all these stuff because it's like this you know is like I mean? the one it's that impossible. I I agree with what you're saying on a draw because I agree I think they would they would like to have Han and Mirai just go all the way, mm-hmm. um, but for the sake of the conversation for the sake of excitement um starlight could always use and has needing to use a bump up the roster so there is a story going on that hanan and starlight kid want to face off against each other really mm-hmm. so you know what mm-hmm. my big my big upset is coming don't don't you worry Mm-hmm. Uh, uh we'll go with starlight kid i think i think based off of just how i'm watching like these shows the bushi road management is more behind her than suzu suzuki but hey i mean obviously uh, well obviously they are because the the rumor was they picked micah to be world champion yeah i was gonna say it was like well i mean they were kind of they had their hand forced of who won the five star yeah that was Rossi booking. No, really? Oh, then there yeah. we go. Then Rossi likes Suzu Suzuki and Bushiroad. I don't think well, he does Rossi it. wanted to give the title to Suzu like seven different times. Yeah. So she why not have Starlight? Did. If Starlight Kids yeah. were staying around, kicking around, then yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And then we got Marai versus Hanan. Do you think that's an upset? I have been convinced for Ooh. months that oh, Hanan my. has to go far in this. And Over Marai. And they're doing every well, this over the top rope and shit. Um, good point. Good point. I forgot all this bull, the Cinderella bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think there is. The, they the, could change the rules. The I don't. God, know. Goddamn Georgia Championship Wrestling bullshit. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I feel like they want to get behind on, and they, sh- they have been getting behind on them this year. That Starlight Kid match feels too good to pass up, but they've also been working the idea of Mirai versus Xena. I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's that important to happen here. Um, so I, I want to go with Hana. Okay, all right. I want to get. I, get I think I think you're a little crazy. It is Mirai. I'm absolutely a little crazy. But listen, but listen. Here's the thing: the Cinderella is always crazy. Yeah, Someone, I know. You gotta be a little crazy. The the draws, the over the top rope, the time, yeah. you know, time limit stuff. Listen, Mariah probably wins this and wins her third straight. Let's for all for all I know. Um, no, that's not gonna happen. But uh but it, it would mean something if I mean, I don't know. Mariah going out here, I think, is a little early, but it would mean something for Hanan a lot if some if they get a buy, they beat uh someone in the buy uh and it's not only that but a former winner and not There's just a real a chance winner, here former I, two-time winner i am kind of like convinced here that like hanan could win and just see herself in the final or the semifinals. yeah because of the draw but 
uh, that I oh, expect yeah. it's Starlight, Starlight and Suzu. But, Starlight. but they have teased Hana and Starlight Kid. That's kind of also my thinking here, more than anything else. Like they keep they keep emphasizing that match. They've wanted it. They're building to it. I think you go with it. Uh, but you know what? When Mariah wins, it's okay. Um, maybe like Suzu takes it away in a House of Torture esque style. <laughs> That'd be no. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Don't uh, do that, to Suzu. Please. Well, let's go left to right then. Uh, Hanan versus Starlight Kid. <sighs> well, Starlight Kid just had a Wonder Title match. Yeah. So I would probably go with. But who knows who who's who who's challenging for the for what's title after this? You know. It's like, yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, what's the other side? Zena and Hazuki? Uh, yes. Zena. I mean, I think Hazuki. Yeah, and you would think maybe like Hazuki and yeah. You know what, Ryan? Ryan, I'm going to preview this later this week. I want you to fill out the rest of the bracket. Well, oh, okay. A guy that is less, way less knowledge than his co-host. Uh, Starlight Hanan? Uh, I don't know. I like, I mean, I'm looking at Hanan. I, I really like Hanan. Like in Final Four? I loved her future of stardom reign. We talked about She was her. great. She was she's awesome. Phenomenal. She beat Starlight Kid. And Mirai back to back. And Mirai. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't, no. I'm glad you brought that up. No. Yeah. Uh May Sarah versus Ami Saray. Uh May Sarah, high speed champion right now. Mm-hmm. Ami Saray, artist of stardom champion right now. Um, they've clearly liked May Sarah. But that could also be a title challenge if Ami Saray beats Mace. Ami Saray has no speed whatsoever. Not let alone okay. high, high speed, speed versus let, speed. let alone high speed. <laughs> that would listen. She could probably she could probably contend for the low speed title <laughs> that Sky Blue currently holds. Um, but you know, like I don't know. Oh, I broke Ryan. <laughs> uh, I well, I I don't. To be honest, I don't think. Uh, I think the person that helps the low speed titles in a different company. Um, and, Ooh, oh, uh, I don't. I can tell you, I'll tell you this yeah, much: they're, yeah. not, they're not they're not booked on TNA Sacrifice. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yet, yet. <laughs> yeah, there's a pre-show waiting <laughs> waiting to be announced. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it's Ami Saray. Uh, and by the way, the other side is Azumi and Miyu Amasaki. You want a high speed semifinal? Oh, I do want a high speed semifinal. I'm because I think Ozma is winning that one, and then I think they do. Yeah, it's probably May. And a good I, final four. Uh, very good final. May Ozma, Hazuki, and uh, yeah. like, these are a lot of my favorites. Uh, this is this is the this is this would be real. I do think Ozma wins. Okay, Ozma to the final for Ryan. Because if she's not winning the whole thing, then you get a fun little title challenge there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Hazuki Starlight Kid. <laughs> if Starlight Kid makes it this far, uh... yeah, I don't feel great about that. <laughs> um, does she make it this far? Does she make farther? I really like Hazuki. Uh, Hazuki I, I, I almost, I almost That's want the real Hazuki. final. I know. I almost want Hazuki to win the whole thing. All Hazuki. right. I yeah, I think I'm going Hazuki though. Hey, if it helps, out of the pe- three people I think have a shot at winning this, you put two of them in the final. Yeah, uh, I like Azume a lot. I like Hazuki a lot. I think Azume Hazuki would be a very fun final. Uh, but I like Hazuki a lot. I, like I said, I think we have a chance to be the greatest uh, Cinderella final they've ever had. 
I think, uh, mm-hmm. in which, so they won't do it. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Has Suzuki won a Cinderella to find no. before? What, what's no. the farthest she's gotten? Uh, Probably a semi, right? Yeah, she got semifinals two years ago. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said at the top, I think, um, Hazuki had like a weirdly underrated year last year, and yeah. I think you should reward that, uh, by having her win the Cinderella. Does she win the title, whatever title she goes after? They have teased Sayori and Hazuki as well, so. Okay. So okay, then that's the right right then and there. I, I yeah. if I don't I don't think she's beating Micah if she's challenging Micah, but if she's facing <sighs> I wish she would. wonder, then I think it's I think I, I talked about it at some point, I recall on the show. I think she is a would be a great wonder champion, Hazuki. Mm. Um mm. and I think she should win. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I think if she it'd be fun for her to win and challenge for the wonder and win that title, I I would be fine with that. Um so yeah, I think Hazuki. Do you agree? Do you? Th- what are the chances? Am I am I out to lunch? No, I think your finals uh, potentially. I, I think it, there's a great chance behind that being the final. Um, everything else is going to be a mess no matter what. So, I mean, yeah. also, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you obviously know that the, the real uh, person that I would have picked is obviously uh, Saya Ida to win the whole. Yes, thing. yes, yes, yes. We, we can, I mean, we, uh, the obvious thing is we throw out. Oh, I should have had you fill out a favorites one. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> That would have so you know, would have won against like probably Hazuki. Um I don't that, that's that my side? final. That is my final. Saida Hazuki. That's what I'm talking about. Bang the chest, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Saida, of course, taking it home. Um yeah, uh there's obviously other stuff on these first these shows as well, and other that's stuff is very back. important stuff. Uh, three nine. You got Natsupoi returning, team up with Sayori Anu versus. Oh, who is this? Big <laughs> Hosh and Sari. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah. moment that got announced, you know how many people I saw like worried of like, I don't know, Bushi Road's booking these these stars, and I don't know, Rossi, I don't know about this people, one. <laughs> people saw that match, and I multiple people said I thought this was fake. <laughs> yeah, I'm custom out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um. Right. So, I, if anyone needs background for that, um, that's point. Sari are really good friends. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it could be as easy not to point being like, "Hey, can we can we, can we make this happen?" And Sari obviously being fine with that. Um, and I I fully expect that because listen, they're getting behind Nazi boy. This is someone that they are all in on um, moving forward. So, uh, alternate question for I have two all two questions for you. Uh, number one, what color hair is Nasty Boy having? A legitimate question. I did. That is a great question. I'm hoping pink. <laughs> all right. All right. Because they, you know, Sayori has blue, Tam has purple. I don't want just like blonde as in yellow. It's mm-hmm. not fun. Yeah. Well, we want something different. We want something crazy. What's the what are the three colors of the uh, trios titles? Uh orange, light blue, and pink. So orange hair for Natsu Poi is what we're saying. I guess yellow would be the way to break that, yeah. Um the second question. Uh we go talking about the Bushi or Rossi of it all. Big Hosh, Suri, are they coming in? No. 
<laughs> one belongs to Sunday Girls, and the other one is Sari. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I doubt it as well. You uh, use them more, more like I don't. I wouldn't rule out using them more, but they're not coming in. Yeah, uh, and then the other notable match in here as well is a sort of a preview six man tag: Julia Konami Shuri versus Momo Watanabe, Fukigen Death, and Stephanie Vaker for CML CMLL. Uh, and a preview. Yeah! Because on 310 the next day, Julia versus Stephanie Vaquer, New Japan strong women's title match. I wonder who's winning that one. <laughs> and new <laughs> strong women's champion. You don't bring in Stephanie Vaquer for her to lose. No. And we never thought she was gonna lose when she won the uh, like number one contenders match. True. Uh she's the perfect choice to take this title and move forward. I think I think she's been great in all her spots, obviously. She's only impressed, right? Mm-hmm. She had a great match with Mercedes, great match with Mayu. Now she gets to do probably a cork and main event with Julia. She's the right choice kind of to lead this moving forward. I'm very excited. Happy for her. We already know, obviously, from various articles and whatnot, Julia's on her way out. We already assume that Stephanie Vaquer might win against Julia at some point. You know, I remember yeah. like before all of this exploded, we thought that was going to happen. Um, yeah, and they're just doing it here. Uh, and then Julia will probably have some, you know, I don't know, going away matches maybe or something. I don't know. If, I don't know if Bushwood's going to have her do going away matches. I think she's going to job. I think they might job her out of the company. I would um, say yes, but like we're already here. Like there's not a lot of time to job her out. Uh, yeah. How many more? I mean, they have more shows, obviously. They have a few more weekends, but like by next weekend, it will be whatever. Yeah, but she's going to be like opening tags or what? Not opening tags, but she's going to be like in multi-mans and tags for the rest of the tour, probably right. The rest of the yeah, cards. Yeah, they're not gonna give her a big match. They're not gonna give her a farewell match. No, I don't think they will. If I, I think they didn't give Okada a farewell match. Well, they gave him like nope. three. <laughs> Those tags do not count. Um uh yeah, and then I think yeah, Stephanie Vaquer beats uh Julia here and uh then brings the title back to CMLL and defends it at Windy City Riot against probably Azume or who else are they bring it over? Mina. It Mina? Um oh. three way? I don't know about that. Oh, that wouldn't be shocking. That Secure Genesis last year was a three-way for the IWGP. That's true. That's true. Um, That'd be cool. Do they do? Oh, oh, they could. They could just do like two different singles matches. They could do like uh, Stephanie Vaquer versus Azume, and then like they could. But here's the thing: I can't convince myself that they do two women's matches on that show. Well, the only other well, if they wanted to do a second women's match, it would probably have to be like. A, a big American star uh, that shows back Mariah up. Mariah May. Oh, that wasn't the big. I, I thought the big American star I'm talking about would probably big, bring some uh, uh, <clears throat> business. Uh, to... Oh, there's no way she's wrestling on that show. Why Why not? She's coming back in March. Why not because, be announced in April? Because when do you think she's going to have her first match in AEW? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> That's not my problem. She's not going to have her first match back. Well, they're that. they're heavily teasing her versus Serena Deeb, so I, I that could easily happen before Wendy. Super When's Rock. Dynasty? Do we know when that's going to be? Uh, Probably not the first weekend in April because that's WrestleMania weekend. I thought it was the second weekend. That's uh, Windy City Riot. Windy City Riot, isn't it? 
<laughs> uh, just Which could be the next day. Um, let's see. AEW Dynasty. Do we have any sort of announcement? I agree. I think it's totally plausible that that's that. Like, I love the idea of Mercedes doing that show, but she's not yeah. having her first match back in any ring besides an AEW ring. Yeah, that's that is true. And I, and I really have a tough time thinking they're going to do that anywhere but pay per view. Um, no, I don't think we have a date for Dynasty. Looks like just slated for April is what I keep saying. Um, yeah, all I'm seeing is like slated for April. So yeah, if they wanted to do that, it would have to be one of the nights of WrestleMania or the day after when you see Riot. If anything, it's probably April twentieth or twenty first. Maybe the weekend, maybe the weekend after, if they wanted to. Um, yeah, no, that's probably true. Hey, bring in Serena Deeb then. Have Serena Deeb face, uh, uh, like Mina or something. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with seeing more Deeb. Um, I, yeah, I wouldn't be because I honestly am not shocked if Mercedes uh, comes back at the Stardom at some point, and that and Bushi Road works of Stardom and and AEW. I would not be shocked, honestly. Yeah. Gotta make, uh, we got to make Rossi look like the bad guy now. So, hey, they brought, they, yeah. they brought in Big Hosh and Sari. So, they're, they're, they're oh, plan yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> their plan has started. <laughs> you can't yeah. say it hasn't. Oh, it's definitely started. <laughs> We've been way under. So, it's only <laughs> it's only fitting that continues. Um, Any other thoughts uh, for Stardom Cinderella Bracket? I think those are the big matches I saw for the Stardom shows other than the Cinderella tournaments. We are done, huh? I think we are done. We have Uh, a few minutes left. Um, Yeah. A few minutes left to talk about matches of the week. Um, So let's talk match of the week. This Uh, week stunk. (laughs) I barely watch much wrestling, but I do have a match. I watch so much old wrestling. It's unbelievable. I watch Sting. Mm-hmm. A few times. Um, I did also but, watch Sting a few times. But since I watched a match that's present day, I'll give it to ever, I'll give it to the world. Uh, that was good. The Super Viernes main event: Mystico, Mascara, Dorada, Atlantis Junior versus Sobran Junior, Templario, and the CMLL World Heavyweight Champion Gran Guerrero. <laughs> match rocked. Did you watch the? Um... A uh, semi main, the Tiger Mask, uh, Ultimate no. Guerrero match. No, I heard it wasn't Tiger good. Mask. Tiger <laughs> Mask is very bad. Um, yeah, I, uh, so this main event was good. What do you like about this main event? Um, they have like the best first fall I've ever seen. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, like usually, like the first fall is like, eh, let's do a little here and there. No, they it's really good. Uh, Dorado was out of his mind as per usual. <laughs> and then the match ended when La Mystica got La Mystica when Mystico got in the ring and said, "All right, let's wrap this up." He literally got in the ring, went off the ropes, hit the La Mystica, match's over. You don't understand how much that pops me every single time. He uh, says, "Let's go home." Uh, yeah, I, that's hey, that's Mystico, baby. But uh, if you want a Sting recommendation, I did watch Sting versus. Uh, Rick Flair, the big one, the Clash 45 minute draw. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, I watched very, that. Very I watched good. that as well. well what do you think about the uh, judges at the end calling the uh, who wins the match? Yeah, <laughs> there's five judges. This is Clash of Champions number one, five 1988. 
uh, five judges. Two of them don't vote. One of them vote Ric Flair because they're obviously hinting that they're sleeping with Ric Flair. One of them votes for Sting, and the other one votes that it's a draw, which is defeats the whole purpose of why you're there. And then the other two don't vote, and they just decide it's the whole thing's a draw. It's like, it's like what? What is this match? It was a bad choice. Uh, it was uh wild. Um, I will say my match of the week. I saw a lot of. I watched a lot of Sting, and I watched a lot of Kento Miyahara this past week. <laughs> Sounds like a good week. So you gave a Sting recommendation as well for Clash of Champions, which is a great match. Undoubtedly, like, you know, you have to match. And now watching that match, uh, 100% like that it was the impetus of the Brian Danielson uh, uh, MGF match, which I I think Sting probably got more out of than MGF got out of Danielson, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'll go different. I'll go to my one of the Kento Miyahara matches. Uh, Jeff Bugenhagen, did Muta ever face Sting? Of course Muta faced Sting. Uh, they faced, I watched that match as well. I don't, I don't I watch it this week, but I have. I watched a WCW match from them. They wrestled each other. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, Great American Bash, 89. Uh, I watched that months ago, years ago, whatever. Uh, but also, great question from Jeff Bugenhagen. Uh, not Mystico winning an MLW belt? That wasn't your favorite match of the week, Sally? I think that sigh is his answer. Uh, so I'm going to give you my Kento Miyahara match. Now, look, I watched a lot of Kento Miyahara matches. I watched a lot of matches from him wrestling a bunch of different guys. Zeus, Suwama, uh, Nomura, uh, Yume Oagi. I watched him wrestle a bunch of people. But you know what I also watched a bunch of? And I hate to say it. I watched a bunch of him wrestling Jake Lee because their entire singles match uh, history is in a playlist on YouTube right now. You can watch every single Kento Miyohara Jake Lee match. You guys and- not like what's no no Ryan set it up. You have so many Jake Lee playlists locked in on your YouTube. That's true. And, yeah. And you just want to go through them all. You know? Yeah, I'm currently doing the a Jake Lee deep dive. Uh yeah, he's trying to he's trying to see what his Hall of Fame <laughs> residency is. Uh, he's not he's not nominated yet, obviously, but he will be eventually. And and Ryan wants to make sure that he gets in. Yeah, I want to make sure that he's uh, dead set. Uh, no, Jake Lee fucking sucks. Uh, but I will say you're about he, to praise him. Uh, I'm about to praise Kento Miyahara. <laughs> is what I'm, I'm intending. Jake to Lee do. doesn't suck. Jake Lee's just really bad at wrestling. Jake, here's the thing. Jake Lee. This is what I've learned from watching early All Japan Jake Lee. And now knowing what he looks like and evolves into at Noah, there was a point in time where Jake Lee was good. That's early on. He then suffers like two or three injuries before ultimately going over to Noah and turning against Kento and all this other stuff. And that's really when the turn starts happening of like, and also like the idea of like him being just sort of like, there is nothing here. I will tell you there was something there and I can see why people thought there was something there. When I watched his match, the champion carnival uh, match night one match Kenta Miyahara versus Jake Lee. This is their first match ever against each other in 2017. Great match. It's only 14 minutes long and it's great. And what is it? It's mostly Kenta Miyahara being a fucking great wrestler. Uh, I watched so much Kenta Miyahara matches, Scotty. I want you to know this on my ratings 
Uh, I've rated him a bunch of, you know, really high quality matches now. He is number, let me see, let me pull this up right now, on my all-time wrestler rate rankings. He is, in terms of work rate, obviously, number five all-time for me after watching a bunch of Kenta Miyahara. I've watched maybe 10 Kenta Miyahara matches this week, and I have more to go. And he is number currently number five on my all-time ranking list. And you want to know who he's in between, who he's sandwiched in between, Scotty? This may or may not upset you, but I think you'll be fine with it. He is underneath Okada, and he is above Danielson. But he's above Danielson by like 0. 0.04 uh, points or whatever. Shout so out to Kento Miyahara, huh? Yeah. Uh, hey, man. He's really great. I, that's what I learned this week. He's a really good wrestler. So uh, if you want to watch Kento Miyahara versus Jake Lee, the entire place is on YouTube. And I highly recommend their first match because it's it's 14 minutes and it's great. Uh, you can sit down and watch that for 14 minutes from uh, Champion Carnival 2017. Uh, so yeah, that's our matches of the week. And that's the show. Scotty, let's get some plugs out to the kind folks listening to the show. Follow me at Scott Eat Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, check out the Five Star Joshi Show if you want to hear my full thoughts and my pick to win the Cinderella Tournament this year. Uh, we'll be back next week, obviously, with full review of Busy Stardom Weekend, whatever the hell is happening in the Japan Cup already. But we'll be back tonight. For a live review of AEW Revolution 2024, featuring Sting's last match. Um, And make sure you check out Stardom Road as well. Um, We are, like he said, we are going to be streaming live on Twitter and YouTube immediately, basically immediately. Not immediately following immediately, but maybe like within 30 minutes or whatever of the end of Revolution. Uh, so we will be streaming on YouTube or Twitter. So if you want to make sure to watch it, follow us on Twitter. Uh, try to keep that one tight. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, and subscribe to YouTube. Uh, make sure you can watch those live streams. We're going to be talking about Revolution. Give our immediate thoughts on the show. And that's pretty much where you're going to get those thoughts for AEW. We're not going to talk about them next week. Uh, next week, what we are going to talk about, it's a great question. Uh, we're going to talk about the new japan cup matches the 52nd anniversary matches some cinderella matches not a lot but uh, maybe all the first round stuff at the very least um some all japan some teenage sacrifice baby was it good well i'll tell you i guess next week um and uh, uh yeah and then whatever else happens in the world of professional wrestling next week Until then, goodbye, everybody. Every year, the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame receives a new crop of potential inductees. And on our new Count Up Patreon series titled The Ballot, it's our job to discuss whether or not these newbies should become Hall of Fame wrestlers. Hello, my name is Ryan19. Every month, a guest and I will analyze the regional careers of newly balloted wrestlers for the Observer Hall of Fame. Are they day one votes? Do they belong at all? Find out on the ballot every month on patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. Again, check out the ballot on patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. We hope to see you there. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This has been a Countout Podcast.